up, everybody? You're listening to the Panelist.pod, Sean Ram Chandler, here with you, joined by Rohan Niranjan on yet another NFL podcast. Today, we're joined by Aritra once again, who was last seen on our NFL preview podcast. Aritra, how are we doing? I'm doing good. I'm still kicking after um, our last podcast. So uh, good to see <laughs> yeah. you guys again. <laughs> yep, yep. So some obviously we're we're well, we're exactly a month into the season since Aritra last joined us. So I feel it's a nice benchmark for him to join us over here. But um, you know, before getting into our 49er part of the podcast, of course, Rohan and Aritra, big 49er fans. Um, before getting into that, there are bigger problems around the league, and it starts in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer. Uh, not sure if you guys have seen, um, but a young woman was seen dancing on him at a bar following Thursday night's loss to the Bengals. I'm not sure if that happened on Thursday or if it was Friday. So what do you guys think of that? I mean, Sean, like, honestly, what is there to say for this? It's just an absolute shit show. I mean, I think there's no other words for what's going on right now in Jacksonville. There's been reports ever since the beginning of the season that you know, the players aren't really gelling with Urban Meyer. He's been making questionable decisions. He made a bunch of questionable decisions in the, in the draft. Um, people say he wasn't able to handle an NFL locker room despite all the success, um, you know, in college with Florida and Ohio State. You know, but the NFL is a different beast. You know, it's, been, it's no different as being a player than it is coaching. You know, it's a very different situation. This is just another, like, an, very embarrassing thing for Urban Meyer, honestly. Like, he has a wife, you know, like, He's like, yeah, he's a very older man. You don't want to see this kind of stuff coming from like, a, especially an NFL coach. I thought he would have better judgment. And now it's kind of reaching this point in Jacksonville where they're literally calling it a crisis. The owner, uh, Shad Khan, said that Urban Meyer must regain our trust and control over the team. So, you know, when the owner speaks out about such a thing, like, you know, it's a big incident. And I was just seeing the memes like all weekend about <laughs> this like whole situation with Urban Meyer. Uh, it's not looking good. That's all. I mean, that's the bottom line. Bro, I, yo, what is Urban Meyer doing, man? He's, he's out here with someone 40 years younger than him in a bar. I mean, like, yo, get your act together, man. I know it's a loss, but if this is how you handle a loss in the NFL, and this is only what, week four? What, what state are you going to be when it's like week 17 and the Jags are like one in 15 or one in 16? Yo, get, get, yeah, get your act together, man. Like, what is like? I, I was watching that video. Like, I literally, Sean was just showing me earlier, and I'm just like, that's so sad. It's, it's so cringe. Like, bruh, get your act together. Yeah, no, I mean, I think going back to like what Rohan was saying, like right off the bat, like veteran players were not responding well to how he was managing the team. And um, what's crazy is that. Michael Silver dropped another report. You know, he always gets like these insider stuff that are going on in every single team. And apparently it's reached a crisis point in Jacksonville where one player apparently told him that Urban Meyer has zero credibility within the stadium. And he had very little at the beginning, like we were just saying. And um, he even canceled the team meeting after, you know, the video and everything surfaced. And players oh were saying that he's, he's too scared to address the team. You know what um, this reminds me of? This reminds me of that time where Jay Gruden was like 0-4, I think, with the yeah. – uh, back then it was called the Redskins, so with Washington. Um, and, um, my God, I he, he was on his way out. And this is so sad. You're literally just starting with Jacksonville, and you're already on your way out. Like, you had your franchise quarterback drafted. You got him his running back that he wanted in Travis Etienne. I guess, like, you know, the injury, you know, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But – Man, you're already out, bro. That's how it's looking like. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's really looking ugly because apparently executives within the team held closed door meetings over the past two days to discuss his future with the franchise. Yeah, I mean, he, he literally lost. He already, like I said, he didn't, the players didn't have faith in him to begin with. A lot of people had problems with him coming into the organization, which is already a bad sign. And this kind of thing, I, uh, I heard he, you know, like you said, Sean, he canceled the team meeting and only addressed position players. And there's an anonymous source. Or I don't know if it's an anonymous source. It's an anonymous player uh, who reported that they should have laughed when he left the room from his apology. Like, people think it's complete BS. I think it's complete BS. But, like, I would be laughing, too, as a player. Like, 
you yeah, it's like those YouTube that. apologies that make no like they mean nothing. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I think, like, the thing is that, like, apparently a player then finally added that it's it's just bad. They don't know how he's going to function in the locker room. And like, Richard, you were saying, like, if this is just week four, what's it looking like? If he, if he makes week seven, that's the thing. Like, see, we're just presuming he's going to stay for the season. Um, and, like, it's, again, it's looking really, really ugly. Like, they're literally evaluating his contract again. And they plan to keep him for now, but some names to apparently keep an eye on is Charlie Strong, who's the assistant head coach and inside linebacker coach. Uh, Darren Babel, who's actually very well-known offensive coordinator, spent time in Seattle with Russell Wilson. And um, Bob Sutton, who's a senior defensive assistant. So those three names are the top three to replace Urban Meyer in the season if he is five. So they literally have contingency plans and everything set up. Yeah, this is an epic fumble the bag moment for Urban Meyer. Like this man just, I mean, oh, dude, you're the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. You have some sort of name attached to yourself. What are you doing being in public places with someone 40 years younger than you, like kind of doing the shimmy in front of you like this? <laughs> what? Yeah, he's poor. A, he has a wife too. Like he said he apologized to his family, whatever this bullshit is. But like, Honestly, this is a straight up laughable situation. Like if I was a player in the locker room, I would be laughing too. Like I totally understand why like it's becoming such a clown show. Like how do you respect your head coach when he's like out after a loss grinding on some like 20 year old dude, 20 year old, sorry, not 20 year old dude, 20 year old girl. That's a pause, bro. That's a pause. (laughs) Sorry, 20 year old girl. But regardless, I think it's just not a good sign. I mean, we knew Jacksonville season was already going to be terrible even before it started. Like their roster just, top to bottom isn't a playoff roster by far, you know, even with, you know, Trevor Lawrence coming in, it's, it, and this is going to create even more turmoil for the team. I honestly, if I had to make a prediction, he's not lasting past week six. I think, you know, they might even fire him before uh, this week. I think it's gotten that bad between both players and management that Urban Meyer is out the door coming soon. Very possible. Hey. They're playing Tennessee next week and they're playing Miami the week after. I, I don't see them winning either of those games. Like he can get fired think, very soon. I think I think Tennessee's certainly a loss, but Miami, it's it's intriguing because the thing is that if Tua still is out, he's supposed to be back hopefully by then. But I mean, I think if he's playing or not, like given the fact that just watching the way the Jaguars at least played in that first half against the Bengals, if they can continue that for 60 minutes, they should be able to get out a win. And Miami's their easiest opponent like at least in, in, in the coming weeks for now. So see the thing, Sean, I don't even think it's about winning or losing at this point. I think it's literally about, okay. you know, respect in, in the locker room and it, the players don't respect him as a coach. You know, it's been like 100%. that from the beginning and this is just kind of put it over the top. So I don't even think it's about X's and O's anymore. I still think Urban Meyer knows, you know, he's a very accomplished coach, so he knows what he's doing on the football field. Um, but it seems that ever since he's come to the Jacksonville, he's had problems in the locker room, and this is just kind of putting it over the top. So I don't even think this is about winning games anymore. I think this is just like your players don't respect you, your management doesn't trust you. You just got to move on. I think it's just, you know, it's it's sad that they like you know went out in the offseason tried to recruit this guy so hard, and it's come. You know, I think it's going to come to an end pretty quickly. I think if 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 he can't gain trust of the players and management within the next two weeks. I don't know how he's going to do that after this incident, honestly. I don't know how he's going to do it, but if he can't do it, I think management should move on. What was the name of that? What was that name of that coach real quick? Sorry, Sean, that was like Mm -hmm. projected to like take over if Urban Myers fired. I honestly, oh, 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 strong. Oh, right. My bad, my bad. I thought you were talking about like before hiring him. Um, They said Darren Bevel, uh, Charlie Strong, I believe, and Bob Sutton. Charlie Strong. yeah. Guys. Um, but Darren Bevel's like that, like that, that's a guy that like I feel like the NFL knows. Like again, like he he worked with Russell Wilson, he worked with, I believe, the Vikings as well before that. Um, so you know, he's 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 a pretty solid offensive coordinator for the most part. And honestly, I think it just comes down to like catering to Trevor Lawrence's needs. Mm-hmm. You know, the you young rookie quarterback, when you promote the offensive coordinator to like the top position, like that's that's what's going to help the offense. That's going to get help him and player development a lot more. Um, but obviously, you know, it's, 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 it's honestly looking like a mess. And I think that I'm losing. Yeah, well, you know, if they don't finish with urban, 
Yeah, if they don't finish with Urban, you know, maybe they can finish out strong. Get it? Charlie yeah. Strong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we'll we'll see. We'll see how it kind of like pans out over there. But I think skipping over to our 49er part of the podcast now. Um they're they're also losing games right now, guys. <laughs> they're not Jacksonville Jaguars losing games, but they're losing games. No, it's honestly not been pretty for my team. Um, it's been a struggle, you know, you know, getting screaming at the TV for the last two weeks. That's kind of been my life ever since, uh, you know, that, that win in, in Philadelphia, but it's just been downhill ever since then. I think it's not even they're losing. It's how they're losing. I think that this team is better than what they're showing these last two weeks. I think Kyle Shanahan has a lot. I think Kyle Shanahan needs to have a lot of blame put on him, especially this last week. Um, his ego is really getting in the way. If I say so myself, I think he's kind of become, I don't want to, I'm not in the group where, you know, fire Shanahan, not at all. I think that he's still a very good coach. And if he were to be let go, he'd be easily the you know most coveted coach in the league. But I think that when there's blame to be put on a coach, you need to put it on. I think a lot of media members, a lot of 49er fans, a lot of people in the league generally um, are struggling to give blame Shanahan just because of his reputation and people just don't want to ask the hard questions. You know, there's been a lot of 49ers mouthpieces in the media, if I say so myself. And you need to like, you need, you need to you know, give this guy credit when credit's due, but you also need to criticize them when it's happening. And the play call has not been there. You know, this team is undisciplined with penalties. It's just been honestly very frustrating to watch as a fan, especially, you know, the offense is struggling like crazy. Um, but Arthur, any thoughts about the last couple of weeks for the Niners? Yeah, I mean, okay, whoever's saying fire Shanahan, bro, like, not, not this season, okay? Yeah, like, no, just no. wait wait till the end of next season. Maybe then you can start talking about firing Kyle Shanahan. But uh, let's just face it. We've played we've played two really good teams. We've played the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks have been struggling a bit, but I'll get to that in a bit. But we lost to Green Bay, and Green Bay's on a roll. Um, we losing to Seattle, I think, um, has to come down to that issue when uh, Jimmy Garoppolo getting hurt. Um, I really don't think Kyle Shanahan had in mind having Trey Lance really playing that much as he was supposed to in that game. Um, so Trey Lance looked shaky. I know a lot of people, including myself, wasn't that impressed with Trey Lance in his, uh, in the the game against Seattle. Um, but now that we have a full week till the Cardinals game, now Kyle Shanahan can, you know, really prepare Trey Lance properly for a game. Hey guys, someone was saying that uh, um, the Rams, back when Alex Smith got injured, Colin Kaepernick didn't look that great against the Rams. And back then the Rams were like, really, like they were not that good. Um, and they led them to a tie. And we, and then everyone, we all had Super Bowl aspirations, right? So it's like, why are we tying with the Rams? Um, but then the next game against the Bears, this man dominates them. Uh, 32 to seven, I remember that game. Um, I'm hoping for a similar story um, against the Cardinals next week, but it is still the Cardinals, man. The Cardinals are just looking good. Um, yeah. So, dude, Arithra, I got I got to give you credit, bro. When, on our, in our preseason pod, you were saying the Cardinals, you know, will make the playoffs. I don't know. I still don't. I still don't buy them as a legit contender. But I'll give you credit. You know, they are looking great right now. Well, um, they're undefeated as of now. The only I... undefeated team left in the league. So. Yeah. Oh, actually. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they still well, are. Wow. I just realized that too. Yeah. So man, I'm telling you every, this is the problem with the division. Everyone around me up here in Cleveland, uh, they're just saying, man, I feel bad for you guys. You guys are in such a bad, like bad, not bad division as in bad teams, it's like a bad division to win in because everyone in our division is so damn talented. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was going to come and jump into that Kyle, Kyle Shanahan stuff. Like, I think it's absolutely ridiculous because the play calling, like, again, like, this is going to be my Jimmy Garoppolo rant once again. Like, we go through this every week. I've been saying it since the day he got traded to San Francisco. Like, he's not the answer. Like, he's not amazing. Like, I mean, he said it himself. Like, in the postgame press conference, too, like, okay, like, him getting hurt, by the way, too, that, that's another thing that we're just about to get to, but – but Kyle Shanahan is a play caller. You can't call plays if your quarterback can't execute it. Like, there's a reason why they did their homework on Trey Lance and Kyle Shanahan's like, yeah, that's my guy. I want to do plays with him. And why yeah, not start obviously, him then? 
why not start him, bro? Like, he's refusing to start no, Jalen. I, 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 I will never, like, okay, like, being, like, again, back to, like, my Packers and stuff, like, being, like, Packman, seeing Rodgers' development, making him sit, like, I am a strong believer. If you want to sit your quarterback, I will trust it. Because two, three years down the road, if he starts panning out amazingly, like, like there, there's really nothing you can really say about it. Like, like I will, I will never, I will never once ever say that if Roger started his rookie year, he's going to be just as good as he is now, because you can't throw a guy into the fire like that. And um, I mean, you said it with Justin Fields too. Like he wasn't exactly thrown to the fire. It was an unexpected start for him against the Browns, but we saw how that ended. See, the thing is, the, the whole Rodgers, Mahomes, like, comparison, I feel like it's not fair to compare that to what Trey Lance and Jimmy G is happening right now. Brett Favre and Alex Smith were playing some of the best football of their careers when, you know, they drafted Rodgers, when they drafted Mahomes. Alex Smith threw for 4,000 yards the year they drafted Mahomes. So there was no reason to put Patrick Mahomes into that situation, right? But here, Jimmy Garoppolo was playing the same freaking crappy football that he's been playing for the last four years other than that one year in 2019. So, you know, I'm I don't just want to hear that, like, yeah. so like crap be football, so. you mean, like, not being there at all, because apart no. from 2019. Not, no, it's not even that, like, I just, I just find it ridiculous that, like, 49er fans are like, oh, like, he took us to a Super Bowl, oh, like, he's won his games, like, like, Rohan, Rohan, I know Rohan will back me up on this, like, quarterbacks, or, sorry, winning is not a quarterback stat, and yeah. Rohan's been a believer in that as well, like, I don't care about, like, if you're not, like, if you're winning games or not right now, especially with a young quarterback, the thing is that if they're performing. So what I can see against the Cardinals is, like, I'm going to blatantly say the Cardinals are going to win this football game. You know? Oh, yeah, I believe that too. It doesn't look you know, good 49ers, for us. Kyle Shanahan, like, whoever it is, go ahead, prove me wrong. If anyone should prove me wrong, I want it to be Kyle Shanahan. Go ahead, do it on Sunday. But the thing is, like, like I think that Trey Lance, with the full week of prep, should show up and show out. I can see him. That like, is the expectation. Day, that is the expectation. I, th- yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be bold over here. I'm saying Trey Lance, three passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, one interception. Oh, wow. Yo, the thing is he might not even play. There's reports that Jimmy G might be able yeah. to play this week. And Kyle Shannon yeah. is saying that if Jimmy's healthy, he's our guy. I don't understand. Yeah, okay. dude, like it's, again, it's no, no, no. a situation with Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. As long as Jimmy G's healthy, they're, they're going to start him. See, but this is what I don't get. Kyle Jim Shannon is, would be more comfortable with Jimmy G as a starter than Trey Lance. Trey Lance yeah. is still not official. He's not, he's not done. He's not ready yet. Um, I agree. We can, like, we, if Trey Lance starts, we can get a little bit of a taste of that in the Cardinals game. But I guarantee Trey Lance isn't going to be, like, he's not going to be Mahomes. I don't expect a Mahomes type of game from Trey Lance. But, but I think this is, like, a good segue into the Trey Lance era. I think you give him a whole week to prepare. If he fucks up against the Cardinals, you know, you still have the bye week after but, that. No, but here's the, thing, here's the thing. Okay, wait, 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 Rohan, Rohan. Here's the thing. Like, okay, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to call you out personally over here, but before you said we should not be throwing Justin Fields into the fire and into a bad mm. situation. The Cardinals are the only undefeated team in football, okay? I don't care. Like, I understand there's, the first two weeks, like, whatever. They just beat the Rams, though. Okay, now I don't, I don't believe that. Like, like, what, what would you say as a 49er fan? Like, you Trey Lance with a full week of prep. It doesn't matter how good he is and how prepared he is. I think they're going to still lose this game. But what if he goes out there and crashes and burns? But it's not because he was bad. It's because the Cardinals were just that good. John, the thing is, no team in the league respects Jimmy G. I think we're losing this game regardless of who starts the quarterback. So my thing is, why not just get the guy extra reps? You know, like. Aretha, I'm gonna counter you a little bit. I don't think he looked terrible. Other than that, those first couple of drives, he was extending plays. Um, you know, once the pocket broke, down, we saw we saw on fourth and ten. That was why they got him in. You know, he can extend plays and make the difference when it comes. You know, when push comes to shove. The problem was when Kyle Shannon was calling the plays. The plays were made for Jimmy Garoppolo. That's why you know that was kind of a mess. Trey Lance didn't look accurate. He didn't look accurate, but yeah, he definitely did extend the plays. There were these times where it was third down, and Trey Lance scrambled for the first down. Jimmy G could never do that. So that hundred percent. That's why. That's exactly why they wanted Trey Lance. But he's not ready in the passing aspect, and that's why I'm personally more comfortable if Jimmy Garoppolo starts next week against the Cardinals. Not Trey. 
ridiculous because I think Jimmy Garoppolo gives us a better chance to win because so far it has worked with Jimmy G. So the Seahawks game, right? He was out. We don't really know how that would have gone with if, if Jimmy, uh, Jimmy G didn't get injured. And then with the Packers game, it was still a close game. And you can, we can get into like arguments about how that game ended, leaving too much time for Aaron Rodgers or the defense playing bad. Blah, blah, blah. It was a close game, you know? I, so, yeah. We know how it would have gone in the second half, though. They scored seven points in the first half. The 49ers, had, the 49ers defense had five three and outs to start the game, and our offense could only come up with seven points. Like, I would rather have the guy who can, you know, maybe he'll make the same amount of mistakes that Jimmy Garoppolo does, but he can at least not limit our offense. Why have only the floor when you can also have the ceiling as well? We've, we know what Jimmy can do. Why not give Lance the extra rep? We're not going to win the game regardless. I don't see why it's such a problem for, for us to put him. We know what kind of football Jimmy Garoppolo gives us. I think at this point, you but, know what Jimmy's going to give you, you know, and he limits your offense. He limits Kyle, Kyle Shanahan's play calling. Why not have a full week to, you know, prep the kid? For a big game, you know, like he's gonna make no, mistakes, I, but you get he will rest. get the full week to prep. He will get the full week to prep, and that's why I'll be interested to see a little bit more of Trey Lance next week. If Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, even if Jimmy Garoppolo is a healthy and able to start, I still think we will see more Trey Lance. Um, but regarding the ceiling, I don't think the ceiling is there yet. Uh, he still needs more time to develop. I agree. Like again, like the thing is that like there's a difference between getting a full week of prep and an off season of prep, like. Like Trey area, Trey, all this stuff that people are talking about. Like, I think that's going to start coming alive after this season's over because then that's going to be the transition time. I think that he's going to have a great season when he's a like, when he's like got a full off season of prep. The thing that the reason that I kind of agree with the richer over here in terms of like, I'm not trying to say Jimmy Garoppolo is has a higher ceiling than Trey Lance, but the thing is that he knows the offense better than Trey Lance. And when you know the offense better than like anyone else, like, I mean, that's what you need. You need comfort in the play calling between your head coach and your quarterback. Like, again, that's the most important relationship within the locker room and in a game plan. So based on that, like, yeah, I mean, you even said it, you said that regardless of who plays at quarterback, you're probably going to lose this game. And like, forget the wins and the losses. Like I, like, again, the, I don't think that has anything to do with it right now. I think the 49ers are genuinely, assessing the situation and it's basically what's going on with the bears if if their starter who is rightfully jimmy garoppolo is healthy he will go out there and play it is that simple now based on this week i understand that he has a chance to play but i think that shanahan could also be cautious with these like okay i'm not going to rush jimmy g let's see what we got in trey lance but when jimmy g's 100 healthy he's like okay let's go back I think Jimmy's honestly scared. I think he's not 100%, and he's honestly scared of losing his job. I think he knows that if Trey Lance goes and starts this game next week, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo's going to play another snap for the 49ers. So I think Jimmy's just trying to gut it out, um, get the start. But I think he's honestly not healthy enough to play, or he's at least not 100%. Okay, wait. So Richard, I think the hybrid you, works. Richard, What's up? before you jump over here, um, well, Rohan, like, what's your base stat line? for Trey Lance to have to be like, that's our guy. We're kicking Jimmy Garoppolo out. I mean, for like next week or just for like the season? No, like, yeah, no, I mean, for this coming week, because like, this is, this is definitely a week to week situation. They're not, they're not, you know, you they're not so? going to name this. Trey Lance is a starter. I mean, I don't think they're going to name him the starter every week until he, kind of, he can kind of prove it. But I'm saying with Jimmy's health, which is, the reason why they traded up three first round picks to get him, right? I think if Trey can give you like 250 yards uh, passing, maybe like one, one passing touchdown, like 75 yards rush, like that's like the, that's a ceiling for him. That's a lot. But I'm saying he can do it. I think he, he showed in the fourth quarter. Third quarter, I'll, I'll be honest, he looked pretty bad. I think he was, he was missing throws left and right. But kind of when he settled down a little bit and the pocket broke down, he was able to extend plays both with the pass and – with with his legs so i think he can do it it's going to be a challenge but the only way to get better is to get reps i don't understand the point of sitting him especially when jimmy g is hurt i just don't understand it i mean the, again like the thing is like he was going up against a 31st ranked defense too exactly so no but that's like, the 
What did Jimmy Garoppolo do against the 31st ranked defense? Yeah, I mean, actually, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he didn't he go out eight for eight first drive and like a touchdown? First drive, and then he threw a pick, and then the rest of the rest of the rest of the half, the offense was so stagnant. You know, that's the thing with him. You know, it's so inconsistent. So I don't understand why people are just defending him when dude couldn't even put up more than one touchdown against the 31st ranked defense. Trey Lance did put up two I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I, I am I'm 100% not defending Jimmy Graub. Like, I mean, if people know me. I, 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 I hate on him for anything. Like, I don't believe in him. But the thing is that I believe in grooming Lance the right way. That's that's the only thing for me. And I just feel like it's it's just going to cause un, unnecessary distraction within the locker room. If they're like, yeah, we're going to go with Trey Lance. And it kind of will put the thought in Jimmy Garoppolo's head. What if I never got injured? Because I don't think. All right. All right. Here's how I see it. Here's how I see it. Every Sunday, every Sunday, well, I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to use a school, a school synonym so that everyone, like everyone here can relate. Um, I'd say practice every day. uh, And then your exam is on Sunday. Every week you have an exam on Sunday and um, Trey Lance with what he has right now, he does not have enough practice to do well on the exam on Sunday. He has enough to do well enough, but he has, doesn't have enough to win the game, AKA ace the exam. So this man needs to practice more. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has been through a lot of it. He's been through way more experience. That's why I trust Jimmy Garoppolo more than Trey Lance right now to win next week. If it came down to picking who to win. Um, you know but, and then, and it should be, it should be, it should, be, I think once the season goes on and on and on, bring Trey Lance more into it, <clears throat> edge him more into it. But right now, Jimmy Garoppolo is clearly the more experienced star- starter. Um, I know there was like a quote of Kyle Shannon taken out of context that that's why Trey Lance is the number two quarterback, even though out of context, still, I, you know, I still think Trey Lance is not the number one guy yet. See, that's, that's the thing with Shanahan. I feel like he's letting his ego get in the way of what's better for the team. He wants to prove so badly that he's made the right decision starting Jimmy over Trey Lance. Like, how do you think you're going to feel as a 21-year-old rookie quarterback, you know, third, row, third overall pick, you play one half, you're thrown into the fire, and your, your head coach says, you know, look at the tape. That's why he's the number two quarterback. I, I would feel so shitty hearing that from my, from my head coach. You know, it's like no belief in him. Like, I don't even think he played that bad. Yeah, he made some mistakes. No, I don't think I don't think out of that was out of context. It, is, it was uh, something out of not, context. It is no, it is not no belief in him either. Like, come on, you guys, you just said it. Like, you guys traded so many draft. You traded your entire future to get this guy. I think that the weight on his shoulders should be so like he should know. He's like, he's like, they really like I like Trey Lance knows. He is he is the savior for this franchise. Like that is that is his label right now. Also, um, also, I'm gonna picture like okay, me and Sean, we're both older than Trey Lance, by the way. He's born May 2000, and both of us are February. I I tell you right now, if I was started, if I was in like if I got drafted by the 49ers right now, I'm thinking I'm gonna trust the guy who's been through like the NFL. He's taken this team to a Super Bowl. He knows what he's doing. I'm going to put my whole faith in him. If he thinks I'm not ready yet, I'm not ready yet. I'm going to work hard to prove to him that I'm going to be ready. But at the end of the day, I trust this man that that's why he's my head coach. And that's why whenever he tells me I'm ready. Oh yeah. Better, better. know I'm tearing up this league. I mean, put things to put things back into perspective, like original, like how you were kind of like talking about exams and stuff in school. It's like, it's like for us, like when we're at jobs, you start at the bottom for a reason. You don't exactly just go and boom, start at the top. Like I guess in some cases, yes, we do have the Patrick Mahomes. We do have, you know, I'm not going to say Tom Brady, but uh, it's a different situation over there. But, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. Like you need to work your way up. You need to trust management. You need to trust people that are above you to make the right decisions for you at the time. Obviously, I'm sure I, I don't think that Trey Lance has ever shown character out of character means like during camp or anything to be like, Oh, like I'm better start me, start do this, do that. He seems like he actually wants to learn. He's taking his time. And like, he's also talked about his relationship with Jimmy Garoppolo, blah, blah, blah. Like it seems great. Garoppolo knows that this, like this season's probably the last one in San Francisco. Shanahan probably knows that too, but I think that Shanahan's still trying to see what he has in Jimmy Garoppolo. 
but it's also, I feel it's more of his excuse to be like, I don't want to start Trey Lance yet. Because again, he doesn't want to throw his guy into the fire. So I think it's more of that he actually truly believes and loves Trey Lance. He's like, I don't want like, you know, anything bad to happen. I don't want manage to come, management to come back to me the off season or during the season and be like, oh, this guy's not performing when I'm starting him in games that I feel like he's not prepared for to do. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a fair point. Um, I, I still think that Shanahan's ego is getting in the way of the team right now. Uh, by no means do I think that he should be fired, but I think he really needs to reevaluate what he's doing. Uh, he's supposed to be this offensive genius, and, and you know, you, you got to go one way or the other. Is Jimmy Garoppolo limiting your offense, or are you calling bad plays for the team, um, regardless of who's under center, you know, whether it's Lance or Garoppolo? Um, but another thing is just like they had, they have so many penalties. You know, that's a discipline issue that needs to change. I feel like that's been a huge problem. You know, Trent Williams did go down with an injury elbow injury and he's considered day-to-day right now but if he misses time that would be huge for the 49ers you know I think that they're a run first team obviously and one of the best left tackles in the game getting hurt whether it's for a couple weeks or not is going to really hurt this team so that's something to look out for too um but you know what are the keys for this team moving forward especially this week against the Cardinals because I feel like you know we discussed the quarterback position but what else needs to change for them to at least have a better showing uh offensively Um, I mean, like the thing is that like we I feel like we kind of nailed it in terms of the quarterback position. That's the most important position in football. But when you're going up against the Cardinals, like I think the most alarming thing is how are you going to contain Kyler Murray? So the run game is one thing. James Connors looked amazing, by the way, four touchdowns the last two games. So he's like the bell cow back goal line area. Um, I think they should fare well against the run for the most part. But again, the past game, like who's going to cover D-Hop? A.J. Green, by the way, is in the NFL guys he seems to be a threat all of a sudden once again the last three straight games he's been looking great um then their tight end Max Williams has also looked pretty solid like again this Cardinals offense is literally popping off right now that everyone's a weapon so it's just it's kind of like you got to just pick your poison and roll with it um and it like this has the potential to turn into a shootout because the 49ers probably won't stop this team on defense but it's kind of like who's going to be playing quarterback. That's the thing. And like, might it be known, Jimmy Garoppolo's fared well against the Cardinals through the years, by the way. So yes. like he, he's, he has their number. He has their number on them. George Kittles look great against them too. Um, not trying to say that it's going to be a win in any kind of way, but, but he, 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 he just fares well against them. It's also, I think we got to look at special teams. You know, Robbie Gold is going to be on short-term IR at least. Um, so they just signed Joey Sly. So I, I don't know, bro. Like last week when Mitch, Mitch Wisnowski was kicking 40-yard field goals, what was going through your head, Kyle? Like he's a punter. He's never attempted. His his extra point looks shaky. How are you going to put this dude out for a 40-yard field goal? I mean, I guess you have no other choice, but that's going to be something to look at at least for the next four games. Like is the special teams really going to affect uh, this 49ers team? You know, we did see that uh, kick return where Trent Canyon fumbled the ball twice. I think that was a huge turning point in the game. Like, if we didn't have that fumble, it still would have been a 21-21 game, and who knows what would happen after that, you know? Uh, but that was something to look at, too. So I think special teams is going to be something to really watch out for in this Cardinals game. It could really turn ugly if, you know, Joey Sly starts missing you know, 30-yard kicks and special teams continues to fumble. So that's going to be something – that's one of my keys to the game for sure. Yeah, I mean, Sham, you're saying this could be a shootout. Um, if this is a shootout, we're getting blown out because there's no way – I don't think our offense has the capability of catching up with Kyler Murray, D-Hop, A.J. Green. Um, yeah, that's not happening. For me, it has to be the defense. Can the defense lock down on Kyler Murray? Can Nick Bosa get after Kyler Murray? Can Fred Warner manage the inner zone, the linebacker? Can he line back well, you know? So it comes down to that defense. That defense has got to keep it on lock. And there's been a lot of questions in the secondary. Um is a secondary, can the secondary do a good job? I know Mosley, Emmanuel Mosley last week, um, there were a little bit of flashes here and there. Very good um, game for Mosley. Very yeah. Good. Yeah. Very good. Um, but can we be consistent in the secondary? Uh, that's my question. That's my question, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Emmanuel Mosley had a really good game against DK Metcalf. I think, honestly, they took the uh, Seattle, that was my concern going into the Seattle game. Like, 
with the secondary struggle, but they honestly didn't do that bad. Him and Drake, Drake Kirkpatrick, um, but Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. So I think honestly, at the end of the day, it come it came down to our offense not being able to convert. Uh, even though our defense played phenomenally, especially in the first half, you know, like I said, five straight three and outs in the first half, and the 49ers' offense came up with seven points. So, you know, like the defense gave you all it could that game. So I, I mean, you're facing Kyler Murray, who's right now probably the leading league MVP. Um, so I think that that's, I think the defense is giving you all it can. If the offense struggles again, it's going to be very ugly. I think this could end up being like the 49ers losing by two to three touchdowns. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that that's, that's a fair assessment for the most part. It's no secret that we all are taking the Cardinals, um, in this game. It just, it kind of just looks like a mess right now for San Francisco, but I mean, you know, just as a football fan, though, I mean, you guys know I'm not a 49er fan, but just as a football fan, like, I'm I'm rooting for this team to get it together so we can have a nice NFC West playoff run towards, yeah. towards the end. That's why I think um, Niners really need that bye week. It's good that it's early. So, um, you know, we'll, we're will we heading to the bye, I think, right after this game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. need that bye, bye week, man. We need that bye week, sit down, recollect, get it together. And I think we we're we can we're gonna win a lot of games after the bye week. Uh, we'll be competitive again. So right now, yeah, it's not looking good, but we'll get it together. We'll be back. It's like this is just a two game slip, actually three games probably. But <laughs> after that, I mean, we it's looking. I think it looks pretty good for us after the bye week. Yeah, I would say so too. I mean, like just just you know, going through this list real quick. Colts, Bears, you got the Cardinals at home, the Rams at home, then you're in Jacksonville, like we just spoke about. Um, and then you got the Vikings at home, then you're on the road against Seattle, uh, on the road against Cincinnati, then the Falcons, the Titans, the Texans, and the Rams. So honestly, like it's it's not looking that bad. I feel like this team can really regroup after the bye. And I, I'm at, I, I would not be surprised if they can they can beat this Cardinal team at home in November 7th. You know, granted, they regroup, get everything right. Um, I, I, uh, I think that's true. Tone setter, tone setter out of the bye is going to be. Can exactly. we beat Indianapolis? Can we beat Indianapolis? Think, if we beat Indianapolis, we're still in this, like, 100%. No, I, I don't even think it's that. Like, you guys got, like, two games out of the bye. You got, you got the Colts and the Bears. Like, those two should be wins. It'll pick up the confidence. Then you come back home against your NFC West rival and the Cardinals. You win that game, you got the Rams the week after and Sunday night. So that's going to be a great, great game. Again, those two games, if you win it, they're going to the playoffs. If you beat the Cardinals and the Rams in back-to-back home games, they are going to the playoffs. Like I will Still give, have hope. Still have hope that all four NFC West teams make the playoffs. That, that prediction. <laughs> still have hope. I mean, yeah. It's not hope. Like, it's just like those two games, like, it's just the fact that they're NFC West rivals, like, and they're the Cardinals and the Rams. Like, it just shows, it sends a message to the locker room. They're like, we're that team. Like, we can go out there, we can win games. Like, we're going to do this. Yeah, I think it's it's going to come down to that week, like, you know, whatever, 8 to 14 stretch. That's going to be really key. Um, and I think we'll know more about the identity of this team once, you know, uh, after the bye week and whoever starts the quarterback then is going to really set the tone for the rest of the season, I think. So, I mean, not much to say after that, but I think uh, right now it's not looking too great in San Francisco. Yep. I mean, some other games around the league, you know, we got, we got our first London game, by the way, between the Jets and the Falcons. Not that we're going to pay too much attention to it. Just the fact that it's a London game, I feel like it's, it's a bit hyped. All you guys sure. in Pacific are going to wake up and see the final score and be like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I, I remember doing that. Like all of us, when we were back in like Cali, like, 6 30 a.m man like 6 30 if you didn't set your, if you didn't set your fantasy lineup oh my god that was killer like if you just left like like a really bad player in there then that that hurts but um some other matches i want to turn to though thursday night ram seahawks who you guys got uh i think this is going to be a very key game for both teams you know obviously the Rams just got slaughtered by the cardinals i am i'm i'm Going to take the Rams here just because I think that they're a much better team top to bottom than the Seahawks. But I think it could honestly be close if Russell Wilson pulls some magic. So I'm not really fully confident on my prediction, but I'm going to take the Rams. The Rams are better than the Seahawks. But the Seahawks will win this game because 
this is in Seattle. It's a sun, it's a Thursday night game. Um, yeah, that stadium don't sleep on the 12th man. The 12th man always comes in when it needs to, and they'll win. They'll, the Seahawks are going to win this game. Um, I think, I think a lot of these two game slips you're going to see a lot uh, with the with the each NFC West team because dude everyone in this division is so good, um, but Seattle should win this game. Rams are a better team. I think in the second matchup, Rams will probably blow them out maybe, but um, I think Seattle's going to win this game. Russell Wilson does his magic. It's a typical Russell Wilson ask game. Trap game, possible possible trap game. I think- but I wouldn't say I, – I don't see why not. The things that R- – Russell Wilson has the absolute – like, this is just off the top of my head. I just, I just feel like I remember this from last season. I was looking at the stats. He has the worst win percentage against the Rams, I believe, in his career. Um, and he's also never won in Los Angeles since they moved there. So, um, Wait, yeah. Is the game I, I'll in think, Seattle or – This is in Seattle. That's the thing. See, the thing is that this game is in Seattle and it's in prime time. That is why, like, I definitely understand where Rich is coming from. But at the same time, it's like, it's like, man, like this Rams team is good and they've not faced adversity yet. Like they've not lost a game yet. And I feel like they can really respond well. Um, and again, see, Seattle's not like, like, come on, do like Jared Goff. Beat Wait, you Seahawks. said Rams haven't lost a game yet? No, no, I'm, I'm saying like, like prior to Sunday, they hadn't lost oh, a game Oh, prior yet. to Sunday. Okay. Like, okay. like, like. Like I'm saying, like we've not seen them play in a game following a loss this season, like that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the first time this team's facing adversity this season, and it's under Matthew Stafford. Like they, they, and I, I honestly like, I, I think that the Cardinals' loss was a fluke loss. I'm, I'm being honest with you guys. Like teams, teams, they had that game. It, it should not have honestly even been a blow. Like, come on, this team just beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers are the reigning champs. They are rightfully so a top three NFL team as well. Um, and like, for God's sakes, after that game, the Rams surged up to the power rankings as number one in the NFL. Now, whoever beat the Rams, Cardinals in this case, they're now the top team in the NFL. I'm still take I, I'm, I'm honestly really split right now. My gut is telling me Rams, but I feel like I could switch to Seahawks. I'm really not sure. That's, that's going to be, that'll be my Thursday night ride. Oh man. Um, Come on. Come on. You gotta, you gotta give us something. I'm, I think. Oh my God, this is so tough. Yeah, I picked the Seahawks, you know, I'm going, I'm picking my most hated team here. Uh, I'm looking like a fool on the podcast. I'm going to go, I'm going with the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. Like the thing is that that, like, I understand how the Seahawks offense can merely stay in this game, but, but how are you going to stop the Rams offense, dude? Like the Seahawks defense is really bad. Like they they weren't that amazing against the Niners. It was more the Niners shooting themselves in the foot. Um, if it I'm comes down to predicting division games, all logic I have for like teams goes out the window because it's a division yeah. game. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I I think Seattle's going to win this game. Uh, they're not better than this Rams. The Rams are way better. The Rams are one of the best teams in the NFL right now. I'm scared for the Niners when they play with the Rams uh, after the bye week, but. Um, I just think Seattle's winning this. Russell Wilson just doing Russell Wilson things. It's a Seattle win for me. I mean, fair enough. I think uh, it'll be a close game. I honestly don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. So I'm I I understand your pick with Seattle. You know, like they're coming off a big win against the Niners. Maybe they carry that momentum, especially going back home. But I just think that Sean made a great point. Like we haven't seen how the Rams team responds to adversity yet. But all signs point to them being like Rosh wise, top to bottom, a better team than Seattle. So I think that they'll they'll regroup and get it together. Yeah, um, I think another big, huge prime time game. You can argue you say this is the biggest prime time game. If it wasn't for that Rams Seahawks matchup, but it's the, it's the Bills and the Chiefs. That's a AFC Championship rematch, and I'll I'll be more certain in my pick with this one. I'm I'm, I'm taking the Bills, guys. I'm taking the Bills. Like wow. I like what I. Last couple of weeks, the Chiefs, like, I, I don't know, something about this team this year, it's been, it's like pissing me off. I don't know how to explain it. Like, like I'm, I like, I'm a huge Patrick Mahomes fan. Like, no, everyone loves seeing offenses go crazy, but like, I don't know, man. Like, it's something's pissing me off about this team. Like, they don't look the same. I don't think they're as good as advertised. And like, the, the Bills, they just look amazing. 
last two games that I think they've scored their opponents like outscored them like 121 to 21 or something like that. Some some crazy stat like that. It's, it's, it's absurd. Um, like sure they have played Washington and Houston at home, but it's it's again I, I said this about Green Bay too prior to that Lions game. It's a difference between bouncing back and beating a team and absolutely just smacking them in the face, you know. Um, so like it, they are very convincing wins. This, this often seems like they've got it figured out, and I think that they can really go, you know, point for point with this Chiefs offense. This is a really hard one. I think it's going to be a shootout. Great game for sure. It's going to be, you know, Sunday night. So I think we're all going to be looking out for that game. But uh, Sean, you made a good point. I think, I don't know if it's an overreaction, but it's hard, it's hard to say, honestly. But I think the Chiefs just haven't looked the same this season. Um, I don't want to write them off and say, like, you know, they're not going to contend for Super Bowl because I 100% think that they are. Um, but it's just very hard for me to pick this game because of how the Chiefs looked those first two weeks. I think that they kind of got screwed in that Chargers game. Like it could have gone either way. Um, and the Chargers have been a, you know, very pleasant surprise. Honestly, the AFC West in general, I don't think has been a very competitive division. I would put them after the NFC West is one of the best divisions of football right now. I'm also going to take the Bills just because I think they're rolling, but it's, but the Chiefs are at home. So I think this is going to end up being decided by a field goal. Um, and I think the difference in this game for me is going to be which one of, I think, you know, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are going to do their things. But which running game is going to do better? You know, Zach Moss, that tandem is Zach Moss and, uh, oh my God, I'm fucking blank. Devin Singletary uh, versus Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Who is going to be the difference maker there? Because we know when the Chiefs lost, Hilaire had, you know, a couple fumbles, which kind of screwed them um, in that game. So I think that if he, he struggles again, then the Bills are going to edge this game out. Yeah. Um... It seems like all the teams that have struggled so hard to beat Mahomes, you know, like the Ravens and the Bills, maybe this is finally the season where they're finally getting their revenge, you know. Um, uh, I have a question for you guys. Do you guys think the Steelers game was a fluke for the Bills? Yes. Yeah. That's like asking if the Saints game was a fluke with the Packers stuff, too. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, I mean, you know, coming out week one, like, I mean, everyone's writing out these storylines. Like, I think that, again, like, I, I, I said it. I said it on that on the recap podcast. Like, the loss for the Bills team was not as big as the win for the Steelers team. At least at the time, I thought that win for the Steelers was very telling. Clearly, it's not. So, blue game for Pittsburgh. I think the Bills just had a bad break that day. You know, yeah, Roethlisberger looks pretty terrible. So, I mean, we've been over this. I said I slandered him all over the last pod. Yeah, but, he's uh, washed. He's washed. Yeah, I it's, agree. It's, kind of, it's pretty sad to see. But I think, or at the, to answer your question, I think that the Bills kind of, it was just a week one thing. Um, and, you know, Steelers kind of took them by surprise. It happens. But I think they've, you know, really, I think right now is when teams are really coming into shape. Week four, week five, everyone's getting kicking into gear. Um, so I think that the offense is rolling. I think they'll continue to roll. Um, but it's going to be a shootout for sure. So here's what I think. I obviously think, I think it, there definitely was a lot of like sputtering on the bills week one. Um, but I think the reason is that Steelers defense is still pretty good. Um, that defense was still able to, you know, mess around with Josh Allen a bit. And um, I don't know how the chiefs defense this year, how would you guys say is the chiefs defense this year? I mean, I mean I don't they're know, not I mean, Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you can say that they're – I mean, I, I don't know. Comparing them with the Steelers is kind of hard because the Steelers have been so up and down. Mm-hmm. But I think they've been, like, mostly solid for the most part. I don't think it's been, like, the reason why they're losing games. But they they have been given a lot of points in general, you know. So – but I think that happens with – the Chiefs' defense has never been the reason why they win games. I think it's just kind of put them over the top. But I don't think they've looked as sharp this year as they have um, – in previous years yeah and so, the reason that i'm in the bills in this situation is like they like the chief team lost to the ravens that was a pretty telling loss by the way um i just feel like you know what Richard was saying about like teams getting revenge on them like this bill seems really hungry they're going back to the same stadium where they just lost the ace championship game like the, the bills are great last season um not to say they don't look just as good this year i think that stefan Diggs has just kind of been a no-show but like that's it doesn't matter. Like this offense has still looked amazing and they're winning games. Um, Diggs is just probably in a little bit of a slump, but 
they, I think they're just only going to get better. Ah, something about two and three in Chiefs just doesn't sound right. I really, I still, I'm going to still pick the Chiefs. It's going to be an extremely close game. Uh, um, do I think it'll be a shootout? Shootout? Yeah, it'll probably be a shootout. Shootout. I, why am I forgetting the T? It'll probably be a shootout, but um, it'll still come down to whether the Chiefs defense can get it together. If they can get it together, they'll win. If they can't get it together, they won't win. Um, I think they will get it together, so they should win. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a high scoring game regardless because Josh Allen's going to Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes is going to Patrick Mahomes. And we'll see. I'd really like to see the Bills get their revenge, but um, I'm playing it safe with this one. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I mean, it, go, it goes back to what Rohan was saying about the run games. Like, I'm not, I'm not even paying attention. When you got Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, there's a reason why the offensive coordinator does not call run plays as much. Um, they just really don't need running backs. It's more of like a want for their systems. But, I mean, that's, that, that's what we got for that game for the most part. Um, just two more matchups that I wanted to highlight real quick. The Browns and Chargers. I'm very intrigued by this matchup. You know, the Chargers looked great last night against the Raiders. Um, I'm I, I love Justin Herbert. He's like probably my second or third favorite quarterback. I do too. He's cool. Um, he's a cool guy. Like, yeah. He, he's great, man. And like the Browns, like, oh my God. Like Baker Mayfield cannot be like asking for an extension when he's playing the way that he is. He's not looked amazing. I hate the fact that Odell Beckham Jr. is on the Browns, by the way. Um, I think that he should be traded. Like, honestly, like, because thinking he has market value, they can get value. They can get something in return for him because they're not using him. Right. And I was watching the Vikings game too. And like he missed so many throws and you could just see the frustration on Odell Beckham's face. And like, this team's also like a run first offense and all this stuff, but they're, they're coming to Los Angeles. Like I, I, I kind of like the, like the weird swagger of that. I don't know why, like Odell Beckham, the Cleveland Browns, they're coming to LA it's going to be a fun game. I, I like it, but I'm, I'm taking the Chargers. I, I love what Los Angeles is doing. I'm kind of torn on this game as well. I think it's going to be another close game because I don't believe that the Browns are the team that they were last week, you know, putting up only 15 points. Baker playing pretty bad. Uh, I think that the Chargers defense is legit. They're for real. Uh, I also like Justin Herbert. I'm not sold on this Chargers team being like a Super Bowl contender. Like they've kind of come out of nowhere. So I don't know if they can keep it going, but just because they're at home again, uh, you know, that's the thing. It's not really home field advantage for the Chargers when they come in L.A. Like last night against the Raiders, it was mostly Raiders fans. You know, the Chargers were literally booed in front of their home crowd when they were entering the field, you know. So I don't think there's any home field advantage there. But it's kind of hard to bet against the Chargers offense right now just because of the way they're playing. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I think the Chargers win by, you know, five or less. And Herbert has four touchdowns. My bold prediction. Yeah, well, I mean, we could see Cleveland take over SoFi. I, I would love to see that. I'd love to see some Cleveland action in the stands. Um, I don't think that's yeah, I don't think that's happening either. I mean, one could wish. One could wish. But I think, I think what we can bank on those like LeBron and stuff being in attendance because he's, he's oh, tied with maybe. You know, yeah, those Nike ties, Cleveland ties. I totally forgot. So LeBron's definitely going to be in this game. Like he has to. Like he has to come watch this game. That would be cool. Yeah. He's if LeBron, coming. LeBron's coming, LeBron's coming. Um, <laughs> Duo, man, I, the, I watched that last week's game and what a slugfest 14, seven, like and yeah. then going for two. And then like, Oh, this is, this is just a weird way to reach 14 points. And then um, Minnesota doesn't mean like seven, but this is about the Browns. Do I think, I think, I think break Baker might need to have a wake up game. This is probably the game to have it. Uh, for um, the Browns I think Chargers win this game too uh, Browns are not perfect they're a damn good team don't get me wrong but I don't think they're gonna win this one I think Justin Herbert I love Justin Herbert he's really cool as I said before yeah I think the Chargers win this it's probably a seven point difference probably yeah four to seven points uh, it'll be a close game I don't think it'll be a shootout it'll probably be mid-20s high 20s something like I that Hope it is. I'm. Mean, I'm not trying to watch a 14-7 football game. Not again, man. Rounds, but <laughs> when you um, have when you have that wide receiving core in Cleveland, and you know Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen on the other side, yeah, you yeah. can't be having 14-7 games. 
No, certainly. I think um, another team to pay attention to, um, the team the Chargers just beat, uh, Las Vegas. They are at home against the Chicago Bears. Um, I feel like this is a very interesting game. I, I'm going to take the Raiders because they've looked great at home. Um, I mean, there really is, like, they actually have home field advantage. Like, come on, it's Las Vegas. Like, no one else is going to be there. No one else is really going to travel and show up over there. But I'm, I'm intrigued to see how Justin Fields does. Like, Rohan, I think we spoke about this last week. You were flaming the Bears for their game plan against the Browns, and I totally get it, but I told you. It, it was the Browns' defense being that good. Give him a week of prep. He looked, he looked darn good out there. And they're letting him do those vertical throws. Like, like they're getting the goal balls in there. They're not doing the spread offense crap in Chicago. And, like, they, they actually look great. But um, I'm, I, th- I think I'm still going to take the Raiders, though, to win it. Their, their defense looks good enough to hold up as long as they don't, you know, start trailing from behind. It's going to be an interesting game because I think that it's kind of going to be the telling game for Justin Fields, whether, uh, you know, can can he finally win over Matt Nagy, you know, who's been constantly still pushing this crap about how Andy Dalton's going to be the starter when he's healthy. Um, I think that's just a very lazy take from a head coach. Um, other than Kyle Shanahan, he's honestly been one of the more, more disappointing coaches this season, especially. So, you know, Justin Fields did look pretty good last game, but I think that the Raiders are going to end up winning just because I think they're, they're a better team overall. So, you know, obviously last night, their defense didn't look as good. I still think that they have one of the best defenses in the league. Um, you know, their defense has been probably one of the best surprises of this season. Uh, and we know that Derek Carr can sling the ball. He has a beautiful deep ball. So I think that it's going to, the Raiders will probably end up winning pretty comfortably, but I think that Justin Fields will show out and kind of show to Matt Nagy that, you know, he deserves a starting job as much as Andy Dalton, maybe even more. And he puts this Bears team in the best team to win, best position to win, uh, regardless of whether or not they win on Sunday. Just the Raiders are a pretty good team, so I'm going to pick them to win. Do I want Justin Fields to win and feel even more bad about the fact that the Niners, you know, pick Trey Lance over him? Um, you know, I really like Justin Fields. He's like he has so much swagger. I still, I still have yet to see how <clears throat> how this man did last week, but. Um, I, I have full confidence in Justin Fields, uh, against that Raiders defense though, who knows? And against that bears defense though, who knows if Derek Carr is making boneheaded throws like he did against, uh, LA, um, the bears can win this game. In fact, I probably, I probably am leaning towards the bears to win this game. I just think if this is, if the bears win this game, then we know, yeah, Justin Fields is legit. And I want him to be legit, so I want the Bears to win this game. Yeah, that's going to be very, very interesting. See, I think that 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 is definitely. I think I think that's a trap game on, on both, like both ends, kind of in a weird way. Um, even though the Raiders probably are favored a bit, but um, one game that's definitely a trap game for two game two teams are the Packers and the Bengals. Like, I think the the Bengals look great, and Green Bay's on a roll too. This is in Cincinnati, and, like, keep in mind, like, even though Green Bay is looking great, they're probably the favorites. I want to say their favorites probably in this matchup, but um, Cincinnati's coming off a Thursday night game, so they've had a little bit of extra time to rest and prep. So I'm kind of intrigued. Like, obviously, obviously, I'm rolling with my Packers. Like, they look great. No one's guarding Devontae right now in the league. No one's stopping Aaron Rodgers from, you know, doing what he's doing. The run game's clicking, too. It's just a matter of the defense can hold up for the most part in the second half of football games. But I, I mean, I, I think that Joe Burrow has it in him though, to, to give this Packers team a fight. I don't think so. Sean. I think the Packers is rolling right now. Um, not really sure why it's a big discussion, but I mean, you know, they, they honestly looked kind of shaky against the Jaguars in that Thursday night game, you know, for a while, Jacksonville was leading uh, and you know, the Bengals are favored by seven and a half. It shouldn't have been that close. So, you know, I think this Bengals team has kind of been up and down all season. I know we talked about how, you know, they were going to win six games. I don't think they're going to win six games. Like Jamar Chase looked great, but uh, it's, it's, it's really a struggle for this Bengals team. I think they're almost guaranteed. Actually, I don't even know now. Like the Steelers look terrible, but I think there's, there's probably still going to finish last in their division and the Packers should win by two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, I think Joe Burrow is like, he'll get you he'll win you the games against mediocre teams but if he wins this game 
then there's like legit buzz around Joe Burrow. Um, but, you know, I've said this to Sean before. I mean, before Joe Burrow got drafted, I thought he was going to be a bust. Uh, I just didn't like how much there was so much hype around him. And I think, I think he still is just a mediocre quarterback in this league. Um, so I think, I think he's, I think in the fact that he, he still can't elevate this team to the next level. Yeah. I think he's a bust. <laughs> I think he still hasn't, I think he won't be able to elevate this team to the next level. And we'll clearly, I think we'll see that against this, this game. We'll see that in this game with the Packers. Um, they should probably win this game by 10 um, against Wait, the Bengals. Joey, Joey B's a bust. I think if he can't win these big games, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, you can win the games. Like, like uh, it's like a Kirk Cousins. That's what I think. Kirk Cousins is not going to win. Good. It's his Kirk Cousins is good, but this man doesn't. You know how Kirk Cousins is. He chokes when it matters. Hey, and I think year and he's he's coming off a knee injury, bro. Give it, give it some time. I don't think you can label. Okay, him. yeah, okay, fair. That that okay. As a guy who also has been through a knee injury, yeah, you're right. This is a bit <laughs> bit too tough, but. Uh, no, I don't think Joe Burrow is going to have it in him this season or, I mean, maybe not in any future season, but um, I'll say for now, yeah, he doesn't have it in him to beat the Packers. The Packers are going to win this one. Yeah, I think the Green Bay is still definitely favored to win for sure, but, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, like J- Joe Burrow looks good. Like, he looks pretty solid that I'm, like, I'm, like, like, that's the thing, like, when when any team, like, let alone, like, you know, our favorite teams play, um, you know, a squad that has a solid quarterback, a decent enough run game, you got an offense. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's, it's just that simple. And, like, like Joe Burrow, like, I, like I, he has the it factor. In like, I think so. Like, like, he has that, like, killer mindset. No. Nah. No, he definitely does. Like, see, dude, this is what you did. Did you watch the Thursday night game? Like, I get it's the Jaguars, but like they played from behind and like, like I don't care who they're playing. Like, I like Jamar last- Chase. I like Jamar Chase. He's he's a pretty good. Mar- he's a pretty good compliment for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow needs Jamar Chase. Yeah, I mean he's like great, but the thing is that like, see, like what I'm trying to say though is that like Joe Burrow in that in that final position. I don't think I don't know if you saw that play. They needed one play to get in the field goal range. He came up and he changed the play. Like he, he knew what he wanted to do. He changed it. And it's like, it's like, you just got to get the ball out. He stayed in the pocket, took the hit. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like when I saw that, I'm like, I'm like, wow, like, like this guy's got it. And it's a primetime game. He's at home. Like, I, I mean, I, I like where the Bengals are going this year. And like the way the Steelers are playing, I know that we all in our pre like preview podcast before the season started, we also the Bengals are dead last. The Bengals, I think have it in them to be third. Yeah. Third. Possibly, yeah. Possibly second. I'm going to say possibly Ooh, the Browns. Come on, dog. No, I think, I think there is a chance. Uh, I am not a Joe Burrow <laughs> fan. You know, this he's played, not a bus. They've not, <laughs> they've not played of the Browns yet, but like, I, I'm, I think, I think they have it in them. I don't know about second. Mm. I, I don't, I'm not going as far as that to say that they're going to finish over either the Browns or the Ravens. AFC East uh, storyline, still Ravens, Browns. Who's going to win the division? I the Browns, the Bengals, get out of here, man. You're, you're just ruining the party. No, <laughs> keep, think, keep them in third. I think it's hard to like judge him though, based until he gets a good offensive line. I don't know. It's hard to label what Joe Burrow is as a quarterback until they get a better offensive line, but Sean, they're not going to finish. They're not going to finish second. It's they're wrong. We, we said that. We said that confidently. Like, yeah, they're they're not going to they're not going to finish third or higher in this division. But like, the way that things are going, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, because here's the thing, dude. Like, Cleveland. Like, if if they if they somehow drop a trap game against Pittsburgh, I think they split one one with the Bengals and the Ravens as well. That puts them in an even three three in the division. So really, I mean, I, I I think you're kind of overreacting to how they played last week. Yeah, they didn't look good. But I like, think I, the Browns. You know, here's the thing: like, I'm not overreacting the Bengals, like how they played last week. It's more of like what I've seen in the Bengals and what I've seen in the Browns. It's more of like, wow, that's the Bengals, and then it's like, oh, it's the Browns. Like, it's a little bit disappointing to see the Browns right now. Like, like again, like like you should not be having Odell Beckham in that good of a run game and putting up 14 points. Like, come on. I think their defense is legit, though. Their defense looks freaking amazing. Miles Garrett, um, I think, should be like a favorite for defensive, defensive player of the year. 
already. Like, I mean, again, like nothing bad to say about their defense, but when your offense is holding you back in football, like that's, that, that's really sad. I think, I think their offense is going to bounce back. I wouldn't judge them too hard just because, you know, that, that two headed monster at running back Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb is, is it's a, it's a real threat. You know, I think we know it. I think last week they just didn't play up to par. Same with Baker. Um, I don't think he's going to hold back the team right now. I think he's good enough to at least finish second in the division. So I'm, I'm going to give him that much confidence. We'll see. We'll see. But I mean, I think, I think that we should, we should honestly, like, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure you both get Joe Burrow jerseys. If, if he, if he actually forget, forget him finishing second. We, we better forget, finish, you know, forget, forget Joe Burrow finishing second. No, you're trolling. You're trolling. No. No, this guy, this guy, this guy is like literally like like let's not forget like he's he's literally like in the conversation for comeback player of the year too. So, I'm just saying. I mean, hey, yeah, he looks- I, mean, I could buy that. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna. I don't know if he's gonna win it. I I don't know if I bet on him winning it, but he's definitely in the conversation. I, I'll I'll give I'll make the bet with you. They don't finish. Honestly, I'm I'm weirdly rooting for the Bengals, man. Like to get second. Like I just I need to see you both in Joe Burrow jerseys. No. Hey yo, let's let's bet on it then. <laughs> bet on it. Hey, if 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 uh, if the Bengals w- uh, get second, I will get a Joe Burrow jersey. What are you gonna do if they don't? Um, I'll get a Joe Burrow jersey. <laughs> regardless, regardless. I feel like if- even if the Bengals were second or not, Sean was already planning on getting <laughs> um, a Bengals jersey. That's, that's <laughs> not a good. That's I mean, not a good. Bet, 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 bro. Bet, hey, hey, I need to get Justin Herbert one before them. I need to get Justin Herbert one. Before, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm mean, but. We'll, we'll, we'll see how the season kind of pans out. But honestly, you know, solid rundown, I'd say, for the most part. You know, some big-time um, matchups coming up this week. A great week of football overall. Um, but, yeah, I'm happy. Hopefully, if you guys listen to the end of those podcasts and you're listening to these wagers that we're making on a Joe Burrow jersey. <laughs> but um, that's all that we got for you guys today. Aritra, Rohan, any closing thoughts? Just uh, excited. NFL is kind of kicking into gear right now. I think teams are kind of finding their stride. Um, so we're going to see who – I think these next couple of weeks, weeks five through eight, are going to be really key on who seeing who the true contenders are. And I'm excited to see it. I mean, you know, great pod today. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see how this NFL playoff picture is going to shape up soon. Um, a lot of teams we thought were going to be kind of like whatever are kind of on the top. And also a lot of teams we thought were going to be – kind of on the top or on the bottom it's a bit of a mess right now but so is every nfl season and that's what i love about football i mean that's that's true and like we got that extra game this year so that that just spices everything up towards the end of the season but you know hopefully things kind of are in order and think matchups go as planned with the favorite team to win and other than those of course those game picks that we just made um around the league but you know that's that's all that we got for you guys today. Podcast will be coming out, of course, on a weekly basis. Uh, Sham Ramachandran signing off with Rohan and Aritra on a week four recap.